Welcome back, everyone, to a very special episode, episode 10. Uh, first things first, I want to introduce a very special guest co-host, my wonderful girlfriend, Sarah. Uh, hey, Sarah, if you want to just introduce yourself. Hi, it's about time that I've been here. Yeah, episode 10 is a very special one. We thought for a while about having a uh, guest host for episode 10. And I just want to say, most podcasts don't get don't ever reach 10 episodes. I think 75% of podcasts never get past 10. So we're on the, the brink of uh, being in the top percent of podcasts uh, in terms of existing, I guess, not quality. Just <laughs> yep. Now but all we need is sponsors. Yes, we just need sponsors. So be life be water if you're out there. If you're out there. We will okay. take it. Oh, we will. We will. Uh, so before we get into our story for tonight, which I'm doing, some announcements. Primarily, we received our first submitted feedback through our website, wednesday9pm.com. Very exciting. This is separate from the app review. So I just want to share it with everyone and encourage people to submit their own. So this was left on episode four, my episode, The Hexenmeister's Hug. And I really enjoyed researching that episode, going through over 100-year-old newspapers. So it was a great, you know, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So for the feedback, uh, the given name they went with is uh, Pooh, and they said, this episode stinks. So shout out to uh, shout out to Pooh. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, remember to leave uh, feedback like this on our site. And I think it was Wolf that submitted that when I showed the site. <laughs> so shout out to Wolf, who's uh, in our Discord right now listening in along with our friend Derek. So shout out to those two. Oh, he just turned his video on. So give me a thumbs up. Very sweet. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to tell you guys a, a little uh, shoddy story that I was able to throw together about uh, Saratoga Springs. Oh, I was just there. So as in doing my research, yes, my, one of my you know, favorite places. Near one of to, my favorite places, too. Oh, yeah, look at that. We love it there. We do love it there. We do not the Catskills, regulars. though. It is not in the Catskills, no, but still a wonderful spot. Sometimes that's okay. Okay. Wow. That's okay. Dissing the Catskills on my own Springs. podcast. I'm going to cut that out and post. No, I'm not. Um, so I was able to find a story of a haunted horse. Oh. Huh? Sorry, you're making a face. What's the face? A haunted horse? Yeah, what's wrong with that? How can it be haunted if it's an, if it's like an animal? What? You mean like a demon took over it? It's a haunted horse. What do you what? That's no, what Frank, I can find. It's Wait. haunted house. Its body is haunted? You think you could do a story better than me about a haunted horse or a haunted Saratoga? Frank, I don't know if there were that many brothels in Saratoga. <laughs> what was the horse's name? Uh, the Friday. horse was named Plops. Plops the horse. <laughs> Um, this is a, this is a true, you know, I, it's not a lot of detail on this and no, it wasn't. Yes. It, oh, you, you know what? You know what, Sarah, if you think you could do a better job than me, you know what? Why don't you take over? Why don't you, why don't you tell us a spooky story then? Huh? I think I will, because I have a much better story about Saratoga Springs than that. You, you're telling me you have a better story. I do indeed. Actually, I think it'd be better if I take over. Okay, let's do it. Let's hear it. Without further ado. <laughs> Take it away, honey. Let's hear your story. Hell yeah. The ladies are taking over the podcast. Watch out. One by one. One by one, we're going to knock everyone out. Yeah, trucks and you guys, this is Sarah's story tonight. You're so lucky, Frank. You're <laughs> so, so saved, lucky. Sarah saved my butt. 
You're so lucky. I spent, we're, we're taking this tangent. I spent hours reading a book about vampires <laughs> and you do this. <laughs> we said 10th episode, we'd have a, someone, uh, a guest host the show. And who better to guest host? <laughs> Get, so this is, this is going to be great, honey. Oh, Go so ahead. Lucky. Anyway, it's Hilera. I'm genuinely excited. <gasps> Yay. Who better to guest host than your favorite girly? I mean, come on. Who better? Aaron, you're being awfully quiet. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting to hear about this haunted horse. <laughs> I think that was a, that might have been a red herring, Mr. Reeves. Aaron no, wants no. to know about Plops the horse. Yeah, Plops the horse. I I'm think excited. actually Sarah said that that's a, uh, it's a reference to like. Bob's Burgers. It? It's Bob's a Bob's Burgers, Burgers reference. Yeah. And if you understand the reference and you're one of their listeners, please let us know. Yeah. I'm going to cut this whole part, but that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, don't cut this part. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't. We haven't got to the story. It's been like 10 minutes. Cut okay, some no, of it. Cut some of it. We'll cut some of it. This this sentence for cutting. Okay. Go ahead, honey. Whenever okay. you want, take it away. No rush. Your pace, whatever you want. Okay. Indeed, my story does take place in Saratoga Springs. We love Saratoga Springs. Yes, we do. Um, we visit there frequently. It's one of Frank's favorite places. Whenever he's sad... I just take him to Saratoga Springs and take him for walks in the park and get him treats. It's so. not that's it's it's not a lie. It's literally it's actually it's actually true. <laughs> that's not a lie. Um, it's one of our favorite places. Uh, Druthers in Saratoga Springs is really good. They have a park where there's like a bunch of statues there. It's really pretty, um, and. I figured it'd be the perfect place to talk about something that I discovered on the internet while I was trying to research another story. And this just completely wow. took me off the rails. It's bigger than all of us. It's bigger than this podcast. Like, it is <laughs> insane. And then it ends up not really being insane. So I hope... Take us I, on the I ride. it's good. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about Saratoga Springs, if people don't know... Um, originally, Indian tribes like the Mohawk people used it as a hunting ground, and Saratoga Springs, its name is Saratoga Springs, so there are natural mineral springs in the area, and the Indian tribes that lived there thought it was a gift from their fundamental life force or their deity or something that there were, like, springs uh, in the area. Interesting. Um, the British built Fort Saratoga in 1691. Uh, and in the French and Indian War, there was this guy who was fighting for the British called William Johnson, and he got injured in the war and was treated for wounds by some of the Indian tribes that lived there in about 1767. Gotcha. So, is, is this the William Johnson, like the Sir William Johnson, who, who Johnstown is named after? Johnson. Yeah, Sir William. Yes, yeah, Sir William Johnson is the founder of Johnstown. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Oh we'll put it in the show notes. We'll we'll figure it out afterwards. And okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, he was pretty prestigious. But so we got some Thanksgiving stuff happening there. He was actually involved with a lot of the indigenous people. He learned a lot of their cultures and customs. And he learned to really care about some of the groups that lived there. Um, but later on, this man named Gideon Putnam solidified Saratoga Springs as like a European slash American settlement. And that happened in 1776 when he built a hotel for travelers to come and go. Um, Nick's making a face. <laughs> I think he knows the place. 
Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Obviously, I'll, I'll wait till. it's important to the Revolutionary War because the Battle of Saratoga was a big turning point in the Revolutionary War. It actually didn't happen in Saratoga Springs. It happened like 15 miles away. Um, mm. But that's really insane significance. And now Saratoga is best known for its race course, which is beautiful and big and visited by many people. Now it's a beautiful city that we frequent often, and uh, it has a little more than 28,000 people living in it. Hmm. It was a big place. That's a great. Nah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Also, Nick, just so you know, I believe it is the same Sir William Johnson. Yo, let's go. Oh, look at that. Wow, you're very, uh, very prolific guy. Those places aren't even super close to each other. I mean, how far 40. away is Saratoga and Johnstown? 40 minutes. 40 minutes? I got around back then, back in the day. But yeah, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that's history about Saratoga. You can tell it's a very old place, right? They, uh, the hotels, the buildings, the public buildings, all that, they evoke a strong 17th, 18th, or no, 18th, 19th century feeling. Uh, so that's some very interesting history. And for context, I think we looked out, this is just in upstate New York, 30, 30 minutes north of the capital, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Saratoga County. It's a namesake. It's a great place. Highly recommend. If you're looking for some place to live, look into that. Yes, expensive. If you're looking yeah, for some place <laughs> affordable, don't look there. <laughs> Outside of it, though, Washington County or Warren County, perhaps. There you go. There you I go. just have expensive tastes. Yeah, we're actually shifting <laughs> no this comment. podcast to uh, real estate, real estate. <laughs> analysis. <laughs> But yeah, that sounds great. So my story is about the witch of Saratoga. Ooh, I've very heard, spooky. I've heard You've mention heard of thing? that. I've You've never heard, heard of that? this when I was rifling through Frank's books. Oh that, no! Wait, it's in one of my books. I didn't read the story. I I saw what it was, and then I was like, "Oh, that could be good." But then I didn't decide to do anything witch related. Look at that. It's got Nick's uh, half stamp of approval, pre-approval. What about you, Aaron? <laughs> have you ever heard of this? I have not heard of it, but I'm excited to hear about both the Witch of Saratoga and Klops the Horse. I knew you were going to say that. you say Klops or Plops? <laughs> yeah, it's Plops, not oh, Klops. Sorry. The Klops would make more sense, right? Yeah. Isn't that the sound? They... Wait, does the I... hotel come back or no in the story? It uh, does not. Okay, so... was the hotel the Adelphi? No. Oh, that's like the old hotel right Wait, on Broadway. I guess that I they, thought. Yes, that it was. Wasn't say it? Is haunted. Wasn't it the no, Adelphi? That, yeah, that's definitely. It's definitely haunted. But the one that I'm talking about is not it. Oh, oh. I was thinking the one it. that you referenced earlier. Though was that the Adelphi? No. Oh, really? <laughs> no, <laughs> haunted hotels. The Union Hotel. <laughs> oh, why does that sound familiar? Aaron's story is about the Union Hotel in Jersey. In Jersey, <laughs> a different Union Hotel. I was like, wait, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> okay, okay, honey. So, who's this witch? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, my story is about the witch of Saratoga. Very spooky. spooky Very scary. spooky. Halloween in August. Am I right, boys? Oh, yeah. July's over. Yeah. In my book, it's uh, it's Halloween time. 
it's close. It's so, getting close. The Witch of Saratoga is like kind of a legend slash mystery kind of story, but it's actually referring to a woman known as Angeline Tubbs. Tubbs? Angeline Tubbs. It does sound like a fake name, but I'll, Angeline I'll trust you. or Angelina. It's some people say it, some people list it differently. So it's either Angeline or Angelina. What are you going to go with? What do you prefer? I'm going to go with Angeline because okay. that's what it looks like written out. Got it. Got it. So Angeline Tubbs. Okay. Angeline Tubbs was apparently born in a pub. Like born <laughs> in a pub. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> in North Hampshire, England. And oh. she was born in the pub where her parents were landlords of this pub. So I guess they loved the place so much that not only did they live there <laughs> and own the building, but they had their child in that building. Gotcha. And gotcha. this happened in 1761. She was apparently born in a pub. So 1761 is before America was even born. So the story takes place a really long time ago. Got it. Wow. Speaking of America not being born yet, um, about 15 or 16 years later, she was apparently either married or engaged, or no one really knows, to a British soldier, like like a redcoat, a British a British soldier that was going to fight in the Revolutionary War and move to Yikes. America, and she decided to follow him. So she was 15 or 16? She was 15 or 16. Talk about... Seems a little yeah. old for the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was late. Yeah, she was. She was getting too old. She she couldn't. She couldn't uh, be picky anymore. Man, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio would have loved it back then. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um. So she was married or like engaged to this soldier, and she followed him all the way to America during the Revolutionary War, and they were together, and then the Battle of Saratoga happened. Oh. Which uh, was kind of a turning point. Uh-oh. And he abandoned her. He left her, like completely abandoned her, like, peace, bye, I don't want you anymore, and literally left her all alone at 20 years old in this place that she's never been before. In a new country. Did he entirely. die in battle or did he, did she, did he like disappear? Did it, like he literally just like left her? Honestly, that's kind of a sucky thing to do. So I didn't look into what happened to him. I frankly don't care. It made you, it made you feel sad. So you didn't look. <laughs> Bro died. <laughs> that's fair. Like, Man, yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Still so, but here's the thing though. Shouldn't have died. It's either he abandoned her and left her or he tried to murder her oh and she got away so there's conflicting stories going on one half one half of people who tell the story say that she was just left and abandoned and he was like peace i'm going with my war boys have fun dying alone in the woods where you've never been before and then the other half particularly this guy named um joe hadrick who actually does Saratoga ghost tours all the time. He has a book called Haunted Saratoga. He knows a lot about this Witch of Saratoga character. Link in the show um, notes. Yeah, according to him. Um, no, he actually tried to strangle her. Oh. And then she got away. 
Why? Did it say and why? ran away because of that. I don't know, men. It was it was it was okay. seventeen. It, it it was seventeen, but a little before seventeen seventy six. That when explains it. People. That explains it. You know, guys going around out in the streets strangling sick. their wives. <laughs> exactly. If you got sick of them, you just murdered them. You well, know? I, the one thing I'll say. So, would you say that this story has different perspectives, Frank? I was I just say, about to ask that. <laughs> You're going to see that it has a lot of different perspectives by the oh, end. Oh, boy. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I'd say I, I would I would argue that you love that now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, I'll play a little soundbite right here for context. I like stories with different perspectives. Okay. It was played. That was not nearly enough time. <laughs> no, I'm going to put it... It's going to... It doesn't pause the recording. Yeah, it's going to go in between. Okay, are we ready? (laughs) Okay. So she gets abandoned, whether whether or not she's whether or not someone tries to murder her. Yeah. Or she's just gets left. She she just gets abandoned and she's all alone in this really strange new world. No one has been to America before. It's not developed or anything. It's not the Saratoga Springs that we know now. So from where she is, she walks about 15 miles through the woods alone. To yeah, what it's... is the location of Saratoga Springs, which is not a city, but it's just kind of like, you know, people getting together and forming communities and the stuff. Village. She just like she just like stumbles upon this place, right? Yeah. But living in the woods for however long it took her to walk 15 miles, she decides, actually, no, I'm not gonna integrate with society. I'm not gonna meet new people. Instead, I'm going to build uh, myself a tiny shack out of nature's gifts, like wood and straw, <laughs> at the base of a mountain called Mount Vista, which is also called Angeline's Hill now. Oh, we have to way. go here. Because she we're, had we're this little here. tear down the we're house. <laughs> <laughs> It desecrate that no. She, she apparently had this little shack, okay, that she that she made for herself out of all of these like nature naturey things. Wow, props to um, her. At the base of Mount Vista and she started to live there and just live out her days. I see what it's without going. a man. People don't like that, right? People like it when uh, the the weird women live out on their own on the edges of society. People indeed don't like that. No. No, they don't. Classic. It's a classic setup. Classic setup for a witch. <laughs> Did her house have giant chicken legs by any chance? No, I didn't see any in the pictures that they sent over. Okay. What right. is that well, a reference to? Baba Frank. Yaga. Baba Yaga. I've heard that I actually don't know what a Baba Yaga is. Oh, my God. I'll have to do an episode on it. Okay. The Link Russian, in the show notes to Bobby Yaga. Russian I... witch. Anyway, uh, don't Sarah, please it. continue. Okay. Okay. I another like thing it. about another thing about this lady is that she loved cats. She was a cat lady. <laughs> really? She was a cat lady her whole life, <laughs> and at any given time, around her, she had twenty or more felines accom- oh, accompanying her in, in the her woods? travels. So, like, in her little hut in the woods made of, like, sticks and stones. Those and weren't 20 kittens. Or Those more were cats. bobcats. 20 cats? Yeah. 
<laughs> like 20 like jaguars <laughs> so she's like the lines. definition she's the definition of like the weirdest yeah lady like weirdest what? nature lady so she was the trendsetter for the crazy cat lady trend she really really was um and this also combined with um some accounts that say that she wore this red cloak think like a red riding hood cloak but almost in the, like a witchy sense like if red riding hood was witchy um like a picture there's this. one source that claims that she got it from her fiance or husband because he was a red coat so he gave her a red cloak so she wore that all the time okay and uh personal like uh primary sources of people that saw her oh nice written primary. in a diary what nice pri nice uh you said primary sources um yeah thanks uh we'll talk about that in a bit but <laughs> primary accounts um describe her as uh quote <clears throat> <laughs> having a sharp sallow and wrinkled face her nose being high and hooked like an eagle with sunken coal blacked eyes sometimes crossed as needed what and that primary source says um quote Indeed, from her appearance and occupation, it was fortunate for herself that she lived more than a century after the tragedies enacted by her Puritan ancestors at Salem. I was thinking about Salem, about how... So she like, looked like a witch. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she checked off all the boxes. She checked off all that. Now, here's the question. Smash or pass? <laughs> Do you have like a sketch or anything? Or are we there going with imagination? There is, there is a photograph. We're going to talk about that photograph, though. Okay. Gotcha. We'll have the... Is the photograph worth including in the show notes? Should we... Yeah. Okay. Look right now for the photograph in the show notes of Angeline. Tubbs, right? Tubbs? Angeline Tubbs. Also, so you're saying this is a primary source. Do you, you, you trust this description? Or do you think it's... um? Do you think this is an accurate description, I should say? Or is it like, you know, that lady is weird and lives in the woods. Therefore, she probably looks like she's she probably she's got a big hooked nose. Or do you think it's an actual like a really accurate description? We're going to talk about that after the story's over. OK, great. So quick question. Do you think that she got to look like a witch based on like living in the woods for years or you think she was always looked like this well apparently <laughs> um there was a there were a, a group of people that accused her of being a witch and tried to hang her unlucky she is so unlucky but the noose broke oh and that's... she managed to get out Oh, but because of, I guess, the struggle and the way that it was around her, the damage from that struggle apparently retched her face into a permanent scowl. That's, That's dark. It. So it was probably that. 
if you gotcha. if you like you know survive a hanging that's more evidence that she is a witch the woman stranglers right <laughs> she's not doing well she survived strangling twice she's definitely a witch that's a good point that's a good point but i'd say i mean yeah that yeah that's interesting that's interesting. Did, did you just escape? No, 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 no. <laughs> She's a witch. <laughs> um, speaking of being a witch, uh, she, after, you know, she became a little too old to hunt for food in the wild like she was used to doing from her shack, she resorted to going down the streets of Saratoga Springs and telling fortunes for people, asking for pennies in return, and kind of playing up the idea that Damn. she was a witch to earn money. Damn. In fact, we talked about the photograph like a few seconds ago, and she made copies of that photograph and passed them out to tourists for money <laughs> because she needed money to eat. <laughs> Wow, she was a hustler back in the day. Like, yeah, she really was a hustler. She really, she's like, everyone's gonna reject me. You know what? Let me, let me, uh, let me market that. Let me capitalize on that. Yeah, she was a, she was a hustling woman. Um, and she was kind of an outcast. In fact, um, one of the primary sources states, "Quote: Surrounded by a numerous brood of cats." Her sole companions. <laughs> she led a solitary life oh at God. home and was considered a vagrant abroad. Interesting. Mm -hmm. did... Wow. Must have been easier back then to live off of, you know, like donations and pet, you know, because like taking care of dozens of cats and yourself mm -hmm. when you're not even. Well, back then you probably just let the cat. There wasn't, ooh, my organic cat food. You let them eat like the mice outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's true like 20 but yeah man no i i'm super i didn't expect you to say that she started leaning into it i mean it makes a lot of sense i can imagine how many like legends and and tales form from someone who looks the part and then like leans into it you know oh yeah very interesting and in some of her most uh strange moments she was seen at the top of mount vista with her uh, arms extended out to the sides as thunder and lightning brood around her, brood around her, That's and cool. uh, her long quote matted hair flowing behind her as she screamed into the storms <laughs> oh and God. the clouds swirled around her in the storm. So this woman was apparently like on the top of the rocks during like when a thunderstorm hit, she would like go up there and just like scream and like throw her arms back <laughs> with her hair. With all her cats like running uh, around her. With all her cats no, floating like, circling. Her. <laughs> in a cat tornado. Getting electrocuted. I, wow. I, would I would like to think going into the idea that she was just leaning into all of this she like would get like the farmer's almanac and like look where the guy like <laughs> see a particular thunderstorm and like yeah, figure out quick like, like scuttle up there all right the conditions are right let's go let's go kittens <laughs> <laughs> no literally she was she was she was wicked. She was really, really wicked, and she was a weird-looking girl, which is unfortunate because apparently when she was younger, when she was engaged to that guy who was in the military, she was beautiful. She was reportedly beautiful. She had these really intense black eyes and long black hair that I guess she let go 
after she started being like a nature woman. I don't know. Uh-huh. But she was really pretty from all accounts. And then I guess got hanged. You know, it's, it could happen to any of us. <laughs> it could happen to any of us. At any time. Anytime. At any time. Um, particularly, there's one story that's really interesting. And this is a story written by someone named William L. Stone, who's kind of like her primary biographer. He has the most body of work about Angeline Tubbs, um, particularly <laughs> from primary sources like personal accounts and diaries. And this one man apparently recalls vi- visiting a what's called a codger, which I had to look up. It's the word for an eccentric old man. Yeah. An old codger. Like an eccentric. Like a miser. Low-key creepy old man. Interesting. Um, whose name was Crab, who was a self-proclaimed. No way. Wait, he was a crabby old man named Crab? That's C-R-A-B-B. Wow. And his First name, name or Blue. last name? Uh, last name. Oh, okay, I thought that was his first name. I'm like, that is first crazy. Name, first name Crab? <laughs> What's his last name? B? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you better leave that one in there. Last name <laughs> Leg. Yo. Yo. Well, he was something. an astrologer. Oh. Oh, great. We got a what? witch and an astrologer. They walk into a bar. It's, just, it's the perfect setup for a bad joke. They walk into a they walk into a spa, a natural <laughs> mineral spa. Sorry, can you wait? Can you repeat that? What? what how does this codger come in? Okay, so there's a story by this guy named William L. Stone, who's her primary biographer, who has a lot of work about Angeline Tubbs based on primary sources and diaries, um, and he published books too. He published a lot of books about. What, what what he called queer people, which at the time was supposed to mean like unusual people or weird people. And she was one of those people. Um, and in one of these books, he recalls a time when he <laughs> was walking around a place called Bear Swamp, which is actually around where Lake Lonely is in upstate New York, a little bit east of Saratoga Springs. So it's actually a real place. I feel like you're making these up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lonely Lake. Lonely Lonely Lake. Lake. Yeah. Tilted Towers. (laughs) They're apparently in upstate New York. Tomato (laughs) Town. All right, guys. You believe what you want. I'm just... Honey, we're going to visit these these places. Yeah, I don't believe these locations, but the witch, totally on board. (laughs) <laughs> Aaron's just upset that there's no clops I mean plops I really am I mean crabs I, don't know what the horse I wish there was a cyclops true a cyclops so cyclops that'd be cool but um, yeah. so it's actually a real place and he was there he had like a, just like Angeline did he had a hut you know to himself like a shack but it was a lot more intense um, like I said, he was a self-proclaimed astrologer, ast- astrologer, astrologer, is that what yep, they yep. call it? Um, and apparently, according to the diary, he had zodiac signs carved in the floor in charcoal and in one hand, a skull and the other <laughs> hand, a hazel witch rod. What is Small that? Small fires around them 
And he had a pentagram fires all around the room. He was so that. And he was just like chilling with Angeline. And Angeline, while all of this was happening, she was uh, on her knees on the floor uh, um, performing a dissection <laughs> of a frog. Oh, okay. Um, just like playing around with its yeah, dissection. brutalized body. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So she was doing that. And apparently, according to this account, it appeared as though they were working on a prolonging life spell. Whoa. For her. Oh, some alchemy. Let's so go. there's there's a uh, quote unquote primary sources claiming that she's engaging, not just leaning into the whole I'm a witch, look at me, but also like trying to actually engage in witchcraft. Very engaging. Oh. With this this guy. Interesting. Does she Very ever I wonder engaging. does she ever do any like bad stuff to people? Or was she pretty harmless? Um, she just made her way telling people's fortunes for pennies mm. and kind of scaring them. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's good. She never she like, harmed anyone, but we're going to get to the guy. Later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they're working like on, they're working on a prolonging life spell and, uh, this astrologer looks down at the frog who's being, mutilated and he's like oh the quivering of these frogs legs that means that your cats Uh (laughs) if you make sure that your cats live a long life and prolong the lives of your cats as long as you can you will live as long as your oldest cat wait that's not that long though right how long does a cat live but if you have 20 of them. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I mean, longest cats live is like 20 years. Which... Was she like an old lady at the time? Um, yes. Gotcha. gotcha. She's working on a prolonging life spell. Gotcha. I'd like right? to think she that. She must have been old. Yeah, I'd like to think that they did figure it out. And she and the the swamp wizard... They got married. And they're living to this day? <laughs> yes. Maybe that's part of the story. Maybe that's that's my that's my That's your headcanon? That's my prediction that's, for what No, happens. that's your headcanon. You're like, you know, this, in my head, that's what happened. <laughs> no, in the real world, that's what happened. Oh, very cool. <laughs> gotcha. Life prolonging spell. Aaron, does that does that come up in the players the D D player's handbook anywhere? life prolonging frog disembowelment life prolonging spell uh, you think I mean maybe (laughs) you want to become a spell if you want to become a lich I guess I don't know what that is link in the description for lich D&D and frog dismemberment Um, don't put that (laughs) let's not link that the thumbnail this episode will be the Quivering frog legs of a disemboweled frog body. Thoughts? Thoughts? I couldn't think of anything better. I mean, if we're trying to go for all-time low viewership, then I'd say yeah. (laughs) It would entice people to frog legs. Okay, people eat frog. Don't people eat frog legs? Yeah, the French. We we've established on this podcast. Sarah, I don't know if you know if you know this, but we don't like the French. 
on this podcast. I've gathered, yeah. We have a, dis- a strong distrust. We oui, we. Oui? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, sacre Exactly. I saw that. Glad you caught on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. White their white flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their national flag. Haha. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay, so life wrongs. Well, obviously that begs the question. Did it work? Well, what's interesting is that she ended up passing away um, <laughs> at the ripe age of 104. Oh, wow. That's pretty long for back then. Yeah, it was in like 18, prolonging. Not in 1865. Wow. And some <laughs> accounts say that she was in a poor house. Some accounts say that they just found her, but no matter how they found her or where they found her, she was laying dead with her last living cat dead by her side. That's cool. That's Wait, pretty cool. So do you think what the what what crab swamp wizard what he meant with the, the cats prolonging the life? Is it like a puss in boots situation? Where they, where it's like what do you the mean nine lives. You remember in the movie, he was on his ninth life. So maybe each cat, she had, they had nine lives, right? And that I have not then... seen the new puts Puss in Boots. Oh, spoilers! Um, but Spo- I think they they were all Puss in Boots. <laughs> oh, okay, good. She was probably so bored. She made boots for all of them. I know she seemed pretty busy if she was doing a life prolonging. <laughs> She's going, like, going, like, going down like Broadway. Is that the name of the main road there? Right, Broadway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a very, yeah, I guess the very broad way and just like being like hooked and hunched over and I'll, I'll read your palms, honey. Give me a... My pretty? Give me a nickel, which is like, what, like a thousand dollars back then, right? Wow. Yeah. So I guess this spell worked. Yeah, I get you're right. This spell worked. That's crazy to live to 104 in the 1800s. And uh, in the future, fast forward in the future... In terms of sightings and things that cannot be explained, which I know this podcast is actually about, um, there was this guy named Ben Carradine or Carradine who went to Yaddo for some writer's retreat in like 1932. And he reports seeing two spirits that were walking along a lake in that area around Yaddo. Uh, one of which was wearing a red military jacket, oh. and one of which was a woman who was very sad, who looked very upset. <laughs> oh, she was reunited with her one true love. And she <laughs> one true love it. that apparently, by some accounts, tried to strangle her to death. Damn, um, he can't, she can't even escape him in the afterlife. But that happened in 1932, and then fast forward 1955, this is the same guy... And he was driving past Mount Vista, uh, admiring a sunset or something. And he stopped. And then he started to climb the hill. He started to climb Angeline's Hill. And as he was climbing, um, a thunderstorm just rolled in immediately. And it was getting kind of dangerous. So he got scared and took shelter under a rock, an overhanging rock. But from that position, he looked up and at the very top of Mount Vista... He saw a figure standing, arms stretched out, hair and cloak withering in the breeze, 
screaming at the top of her lungs. Oh my god. As the thunder <laughs> and the lightning rolled in. And then as the storm stopped, uh, the figure vanished into thin air. That's pretty cool. So, Witch of Saratoga, question mark? Question Remy, mark? what year was that? That was 1955. 19... 55. 55. So that's almost 200 years after. I thought you were going to say 100... 200 years ago. I'm like, Frank, that's not right. <laughs> Frank. No. It was 90 years after she died. 90 years after she, after she died. Yeah, died. Gotcha. Wow. I'm at... Kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't make... This makes me want to go there. And that's the legend of Angeline Tubbs, the Very witch cool. of Saratoga. Very cool. Well... So, so Sarah. Yeah. Since you're a guest on the podcast, we're we're not super familiar with your beliefs of do you believe in the supernatural? What oh, are good your question, Aaron? What are your uh, what are your takes on this? Do you believe that she was a witch? Do you believe, like, what are your thoughts? Well, Aaron, there's actually a second part to this oh. that I'm gonna explain that should answer all of your questions. I love Sarah. how you just you just like you're like that's the story, and we were like oh. Oh, that's and now you're like, but wait. Well, that's the story, but there are facts. <laughs> Tech facts. There, there is are a wedding certificate. There <laughs> are with the astrologer. Facts. <laughs> so interesting. First of all, some okay. First of all, you might hear the story and be like, "Well, that's fake. She obviously wasn't a real person. She was absolutely a real person. There is proof that there was a person called Angeline Tubbs living in the Saratoga Springs area in a home worth about twenty five bucks. So, she, <laughs> is that just so, for inflation or no? Uh, I guess. But it was it was uh it's it's uh, reported on the census and and the census from that time there is a woman named Angeline wow. Tubbs she definitely existed okay, um, and everything kind of lines up with you know report self reporting her age and and the year there was definitely a woman like that and the pub that she was apparently born at was called the Star and Garter Pub, which also lines up because around that area there were a lot of witchy things happening. Um, that pub specifically was apparently very witchy in nature. In fact, underneath the floorboards during one of the, uh, repairs in the building, cause now it's just private residences and yeah. it has new owners and stuff. Yeah. Um, just a few years ago, they found this weird glass bottle filled with witch prevention what? items, what? such as fish hooks, human teeth, uh, and a weird mysterious liquid. Oh. And historians say that that is a common anti-witch thing from a really long time ago. Like so, what is it, like like people would put a concoction of things around an area to like keep away witches. I guess so, or maybe yeah. they were all. Maybe each of these things were witch preventative, and they just stored them in that bottle. It's like mm. a hex bag. What is a hex bag? This know. guy didn't watch Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Supernatural. Is it the same real. idea? It might be real. It could be a real like thing that people did. What is hex bag in Supernatural? Oh, it's it's to like ward. It's to like uh, essentially like cloak or like hide your location from certain entities. Gotcha. So similar to like like that uh, lining door 
uh, windowsills with salt. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Doorways with salt and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. What do you think the mystery liquid is? Sarah, what do you think? What's that mystery liquid? I Pink. think we know. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it's blood. Plasma. Plasma. <laughs> like blood plasma? No. Blood marrow, watered down. Is that blood blood? Could you, how do you get? Interesting. A lot of spit. Everyone in the pub spit in that bottle. <laughs> that it's was for the witches. It's for the witches. That was the oh, sp- yeah. that's it was actually just a there. spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> and like people use it as trash. Yeah. And then like hundreds of years later, people are like, yes, this archaeological find, it's a witch preventer. Yes. It's so witchy and cool. Wow. It was a chamber witches. pot. <laughs> so that area around where she was born, that lines up because there were a lot of witchy things happening interesting that's okay however we don't have any record of the landlords that were there at the time and also there's no birth record of an angeline or angelina tubbs being there or or being born there in the year 1761 or no record of angeline tubbs being born anywhere in england in that year wait but you said she shows up in the census later Later in Saratoga Springs, New York. Oh wait, is that does that imply what I think it implies? Like that's well, it raises a question because mm-hmm. it suggests that there is a non-zero chance that Angeline Tubbs was not English or wasn't born in England. Interesting, um, or that's in not addition, her real name, or maybe that. Yeah. Um, or there's no record of a marriage between Angeline Tubbs and any man in England around this time. They could have just not got married and could have been engaged. But that also introduces a non-zero chance that this man never existed. And she wasn't English at all. And she never came over. Especially since on those senses in New York... She consistently reported herself as 20 years younger than being born in 1761. She reported her age as if she was born in 1781. Interesting. So she mm-hmm. could have been born in America. Yeah. Do you think she would and have made not up have the been story? English at all? And that man could have like never existed. And was that she, story could have been completely fabricated. Was she white for sure? Like was she a nat- Was it like a Native American like? star-crossed lover situation and then they wanted to hide it or was it was she definitely white i don't know could probably probably check the census record Mm -hmm. 17 when did you say she was documented in saratoga what years 1850 and 1855 okay so you could check those Mm and it would say so maybe that'd be interesting maybe interesting so no birth record but Later on, towards the, towards like, later in her life, she shows up in the census reports for mm-hmm. Saratoga Springs. Exactly. And huh. then on those census reports, she herself reports herself as 20 years younger than she was supposed to be if she was born in 1761. But she lifted, and, and she listed her birthplace as New York. The state or the city? The state. The state. Gotcha. Just gotcha. With a house worth $25. Damn, imagine getting the house now for $25. You can. It's called Go Steal on. It. 
Okay. In addition to this, there's also no record of her death. And there's no record of her dying. Only a newspaper announcement that announced that Angeline Tubbs died at age 96 in 1856. So died younger than the legend says that she died and before the legend said that she died. Nine years earlier and five years younger. No, Mm -hmm. not five years younger. (laughs) 20. Uh, Eight years younger. So interesting. Who knows if maybe this was added to the story by someone else, if she added these details to her own story um, or anything like that. But it's pretty likely that she did not die at the age of 104. She probably died at a more respectable age of 96 or even if she was, you know, 20 years younger than that, like 76. Gotcha. I wonder. I mean, 96, even 96 is kind of crazy, especially if you're living on the Mm -hmm. outskirts of society and you're poor and, you know. You live in a shack. You live in a shack. One little infection, right? You should be dead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They have, those people have the best immune systems. Mm, Yeah, because they just eat Eat dirt. dirt. And so, (laughs) good point, good point. So it's interesting. So what is your take then? Do you you you, you're putting more faith in the uh in the census records because i mean even that is not you know that's usually self-reported and stuff but i guess that's more accurate than a legend from decades later right yeah centuries later even centuries later yeah sightings and and all that very interesting but it seems like she really did exist it's just interesting. She definitely existed, but the circumstances around her life, like her birth and her death, who knows who added those details and who knows yeah. how much of that is true. The other thing that's literally not true is remember when I said <laughs> that she like passed her photograph around to people? Yeah. And played into it? Yeah. This is the photograph in question. I'm going to send it in the chat so that we can all look at it together. Awesome, and this will be in the uh, show notes. Oh, is it? Oh, she a... looks fine. It, oh, yeah. It's in the voice channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text channel. Oh, Angeline Tubbs. Angeline Tubbs, and this was apparently the only known photograph of Angeline Tubbs. So, if you literally look up Angeline Tubbs, this is the only photograph that pops up. I mean, um, she looks like a witch. She, maybe she started her hustle at the ripe old age of ninety-seven. <laughs> and the story goes that like someone took this picture of her someone completely separate just like walking around saratoga springs and then she just took it for herself and started making copies of it that's like what the fantasy story is but actually the earliest publishing of this photo was in 1906 which is supposedly like what like 50 years after she died yeah wait what so it's actually not a photo of angeline tubbs at all it's a (laughs) doll that is dressed up to be one of uh, one of the witchy characters in saratoga springs someone entirely different it's not her at all and it's not even a human you really thought that's a person 
Yes, it looks like a person. What do you mean? You look it's like, a it looks doll. Like a... So that's not even her at all. Interesting. It's a dummy. So this caption on the picture is just totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, people literally repost this photograph everywhere. Like, this is the witch of Saratoga. It's not even her. It's a doll. You're so, wow. That's supposed You're... to be, supposed to look like another witch. Of the Saratoga region? Yeah, another witch entirely. This is all sounding like your first story. I was about to say, this is very reminiscent of my first story, which is Mm -hmm. about Long Island, about the country house restaurant where a woman, yeah, there's a legend around a woman who died in weird circumstances and there are sightings of her and then the legend takes a life of its own and when you look into it and you find out in in my in that first episode, it turns out none of it is probably true. But people, there are a lot of sightings of some of the ghost, but there's mm-hmm. no historical records whatsoever, and I don't think she existed whatsoever. But in this case, she did exist. It seems she but definitely existed. Then what is true? What do you think? But this story, this story becomes so much more of a old lady. Not conforming to society. So let's pretend she's a witch <laughs> vibes mm-hmm. more and more. Because also, there's literally no personal record other than that story that I told that was in that book by William L. Stone about the crab witch wizard man yeah. with the legs, with the frog legs. Next other point. than that, there are no other personal accounts of anyone going to this woman or her doing <laughs> witchy things at all. There's no record of her being a witch. And it's much more likely that she was probably a weird lady who just wanted to be left alone. Um, in particular, that's a, that strangulation that I described in the beginning when her husband decided to kill her instead of be with yeah. her. Right, supposedly, maybe, maybe not. But if that was true, it's possible that strangulation might have caused like mental damage. No. When you survive something like that, lack yeah. of oxygen to the brain for a prolonged period of time like that creates mental damage. Maybe. So it makes you maybe. a witch. <laughs> <laughs> it unlocks or yeah. it unlocks witch powers. But there are certain accounts that genuinely believe that Angeline Tubbs was some kind of mentally disabled woman who just wanted to be left alone. I shouldn't laugh and live that, in but the that's, woods. that's kind of funny. Literally. Um, so this poor lady. Also, literally, that bottle, that, that mysterious witch bottle that was found underneath her home. Like, oh my god, where she was born, right? Yeah, yeah. With all the witchy things happening. Those bottles weren't put into production those types of bottles, until like the 1830s, which is years after she was supposedly born. Unfortunate. Interesting. So Interesting. that doesn't well, even like... Well, maybe she tried to go check out her old stomping grounds and people got <laughs> scared. <laughs> yeah, just fly across the Atlantic Ocean real quick. Hey, yeah. if there's one thing I know about uh, another kind of witch, she could definitely do that. Next, referencing the <laughs> Bell Witch in was it Tennessee? Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, that actually that that story, the Bell very, Witch, very similar. Is uh is a disembodied spirit, but the witch is named after Kate Bell, who kind of matches this exactly. Who was yep. a 
which is an odd woman who lived on the outskirts of the, of a society. Didn't conform. Didn't conform, and people accused her of being a witch. And when there was a sort of poltergeisty activity on one of the ran- ranches in Tennessee, even though there weren't m- many connections to Kate Bell, the woman, the weird woman, except I think maybe the the disembodied voice once said, "Oh, I'm Kate Bell's witch" or something, whatever. People all blamed it on the weird woman. And yeah. Yeah. So, man, weird, weird women. Not a, not a, not a good. I guess there's never a good time to be a, a weird lady, on the outskirts yeah, of society. Not just, why not just call the weird lady a witch? And yeah, I mean, say you know whatever. She was often associated with, you know, people who had other you know mental disabilities or other outs out outcasts in society. Um, one of which was. Uh, Madame Jumel, which refers to a woman named Eliza Jumel, who was the ex-wife of Aaron Burr. Oh, the Aaron from Burr. the from the play Hamilton. From the play Hamilton, my favorite play. <laughs> my favorite music. <laughs> that I've never watched. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. She unfortunately, as she got older, she um, suffered from dementia, and it, the dementia got worse and worse. And she was often associated with people like that. In particular, the same man, her primary biographer, William L. Stone, told a story about how they were in a prayer circle in 1850 with a bunch of other people. And they were yelling to bless, you know, God bless this person. God bless this person. Kind of like when you pray in church and they ask to pray for a bunch of people that are associated with the church. Kind of like that. And someone yelled out to pray for Madame Jumel and Angeline Tubbs and the church burst out laughing and then threw them out essentially and they ran away in shame. The person who shouted their names like, oh, let's pray for these poor people got laughed out of a church? Yeah, along with the two women. (laughs) Angeline Tubbs. (laughs) 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 My grandma does that when uh, we say grace. She says grace and then she goes and... You know, God bless everyone. And most of all, your grandma. And we all we all laugh. We're like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we don't laugh her out of the room. But that's so sad. Wow. So yeah, I mean, more and more, it seems like it's just a poor, poor old lady with... Yeah, apparently the only yeah. person that was nice to her was a woman called Mrs. Washington Putnam, who was the daughter of Gideon Putnam, who opened that hotel. Interesting. Um, he's also considered one of Saratoga Springs' founders, but he was, but she, but she was nice to Angeline Tubbs, and she was like one of the only people that was nice to Angeline Tubbs. And, and Mr. Sometimes, Krabs the Wizard. Yeah, and Mr. Krabs the Wizard. <laughs> and um, apparently Angeline Tubbs would like give her fortunes all the time for free because she was so nice to her. And But that's, that's potentially true, that part where she would be giving uh, fortunes to people. Then. that's apparently true um but yeah. you know what's like kind of weird that guy william stone her primary biographer the story behind where he got a lot of his stories is really interesting because he claims that he was hiking one day with a friend in 1864 and he was hiking around the area of mount vista and unfortunately found a skeleton that was wedged between two rocks Oh. Um, kind of indicating that whoever the skeleton belonged to committed suicide by jumping off of the mountain. Oh, so like wow. the top the top where Angeline like 
gathers her cats and swirls. Collects with her lightning hair. bolt energy. Yeah, someone yeah. like went, whoo, jumped off and died on purpose. Had, so okay. the skeleton <laughs> was kind of like wedged, right? And in the bag that he carried with him was a notebook with the word Shelley in the front. And William Stone, who found this notebook, assumed that Shelley meant Percy Shelley, who was an author at the time. Okay. Author, poet, I think. Who lived in the area. And in that notebook were all of these stories like Mr. Krabs the Wizard. What? The description of Angeline Tubbs, all of that. Like he took those stories from that diary, from that notebook. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. What a random. But you know what's so interesting weird. about that? What what is interesting? I mean, that's a very interesting story. So what what is more what is even more interesting? You know what's interesting about that? Well, <laughs> he apparently just like held on to that Shelley notebook for five years, just like kept it to himself. Okay. Which mm. is like kind of whatever. And other things in that notebook were unusual. Like he claimed that this guy Shelley apparently met up with all of these really important historical figures. <laughs> Some of the likes of General Lafayette. Was that the from, French general who helped the yeah. U.S. side? Or I guess yeah. the colony side? Yeah. Um, at time periods where they wouldn't have been there. Mm. So it turns out... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so it turns out, um, according to one of the sources that I looked at, it's a it's like an association that looks into things that have to do with like occult things. They're really passionate researchers. Um, everything is like fabricated about that story of finding that journal mm, in the no skeleton's God. bag. Like there's okay, a couple things. If you jumped off of that Mount Vista. <laughs> Thanks for demonstrating this. On video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the listeners, I did a yeah. dive motion. <laughs> if you jumped off of that mountain, it wouldn't kill you. It's not. Oh. It's not high enough. How high is this? Little, is this a little like a little hill, a glorified hill? I guess maybe it's just like an overhanging rock. Uh huh. I guess. Well, we're gonna but go the point here. Is, so we'll take the pictures. point is we'll that test. if he was yeah. <laughs> talking about. A place. It would have been in a place like entirely different from where Angeline Tubbs would have lived. Um, in a place called Devil's Den. Located in the Daniel Road State Forest now, which is a of little course. bit north of Saratoga Springs. Interesting. Interesting. So, so the locations aren't lining up. Okay. Apparently this like this whole this whole story is false. And William Elstone Maybe made up some of the stories about Angeline Tubbs dissecting a frog. So you, you don't think Percy, <laughs> no. the Percy guy, in existed the of at the all? Swamp. What did the did the author slash poet Percy exist at all, or is this he did? He existed. Yeah. But did the notebook exist? Uh, apparently it's just like he didn't find any notebook from anyone else. And Angeline Tubbs, the description that he gives in all of his books that he writes about her, this William Stone guy, has a striking, strikingly similar description to one of his father's characters in his book called Elizabeth Goody Clausen, who is also a witch. 
and some excerpts wow. from Stone Jr.'s books about how he describes Angeline Tubbs are quotable when compared to his father's. His, his father was William an author? Senior. So his dad was an author who wrote about, who wrote fiction about witches and his son, William, was like, I'm going to make up a story about a local <laughs> witch, yep. but I can't even come up with my own ideas. So I'm just going to take my dad's ideas. Yep. But then he chose to, to not make up a person, but choose an actual person who existed, who was just like a marginal, like, like a person on the edges of society and, mm-hmm. and made up stories about her. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where so. the the what does it say in the the picture here the cur- courtesy uh saratoga springs public library has wrong captions and a totally wrong picture of a doll oh, that photograph was on the front of a newspaper and was described what, as what being year? her was it super old or kind of recent no i believe the saratogian that's Which a is a newspaper, name. Saratoga County. Uh huh. Like a really big newspaper. I might be wrong though. I might be wrong about that. But gotcha. a big newspaper, like just right on the front. This is Angeline Tubbs. Oh, here's the picture. Look at that. Witch of Saratoga. Left behind by the British, Angeline Tubbs became a hermit and fortune teller. <laughs> Some wonder if she may still be around. Wow. But that's also the problem with like having these stories come from what one guy, yeah, one yeah. guy who found this notebook in the middle of nowhere and decided to retell these stories. So that concludes the legends story, and you know what? Just leave the old ladies alone who want to be <laughs> left in the woods, possibly mentally disabled. Just, just leave them alone. That's a good rule of thumb, I would say. Good moral to stick by. Don't try, don't try to strangle the weird people. Don't try and strangle people and leave them in the woods. And also, don't base an entire fantasy character that you have in your head <clears throat> on an actual person who's being thrown out of churches because they're kind of weird and quirky. Wow. <laughs> or if wow. you do, get your facts right. Yeah, at least, yeah, yeah, at at least, least make your... it consistent. Yeah, at least make fun of them for who they actually are, not who you make them out to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So she probably wasn't a witch. She was probably just a crotchety old lady that wanted to be left alone with her cats. Who knows Who's if some, the cats are yeah. even real? True. Oh, there's not even a record of cats necessarily. Frank, well, if there wasn't a record of her being born, I don't think they kept track of her cats. <laughs> there's no birth certificates <laughs> for the cats? probably wild cats. Do they show oh, up in the census? Oh, 20 mountain lions, Frank. Yeah, 20 mountain lions. Wow. Very cool story. That's some great investigative uh, investigative work. Um, wow. Wow, yeah. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts? So, normally, I like to, you know, play devil's advocate and believe a lot <laughs> of stuff. But this one, I'm not too sure about. <laughs> It's pretty, parts, cut and, you mean? pretty cut and dry. I mean, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. This, I mean, I don't William think Stone this guy. is a, I don't think this is a reputable source. The stone guy? No, I don't. Th- no. I don't think so. Like, do I believe that a witch could exist? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think this uh, Angeline Tubbs 
was one of them. But then, what guess, do you make of the sightings on the mountain? That's what I was just about to say. What do you make of that guy in 1932 and 1955? What was that? I don't know. There could have been plenty of other people. There, there was war that went on there. You don't think yeah. any other spirits are there? Wait, so you think that actually would be real, like ghosts? Maybe, but just not. I'm not saying her? like a hundred percent, but because you know what I'm gonna. I say. I think so, but again, it's one guy. You, you know what I'm gonna say? What are you gonna say, Frank? So this is what I think. Just like my first story, I think people thinking something enough and putting enough energy and intention into something can result in turning something that's not true and still having it. I don't want to use the word manifest because that's like, you know, you know the word Frank. I'm not going to use the word until later. Like take form in the real world. If you have enough people thinking about it. So if you have, if this is a, obviously this is a very well-known or it was for a time, right? Maybe in the 1900s, 1800s, a well-known legend of Saratoga Springs enough so that it's getting in the newspaper, right? Enough so that people aren't looking into the this facts behind it because they, they must know the legend, right? So no one's like going to think of digging deep into it. I don't think it's mutually exclusive that the stories about Angeline Tubbs are false and people have seen her ghost or seen like have sighted her on the mountain and stuff. I think I think those can be true at the same time. Because I think if enough people believe in the legend of Angeline Tubbs being a witch, people will see that. Does that make sense? And then what Sarah, are what they you, seeing? What do we call it? One, you could call that a tulpa, but yeah. it's such a it's like a term. You know, it's like such a loaded term. What mean? It's like a thought. Like the idea is that you can think things into existence, which is crazy. And I bet you know, the vast majority of people would would take issue with that and disagree with that, but. Sarah, what do, you, what do you think about the idea? Do you think that you can reconcile some of those stories being false, but then also the sightings? Or do you think if the stories are false, the sightings also have to be made up or explainable some other way? No, I absolutely think that both of them can be true. I, 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 I can believe that Angeline Tubbs was just a normal woman who didn't do anything wrong and was probably not a witch. But also that there's probably some other random witch lady who's crazy as hell who comes back and dances in the thunderstorms and lets her hair wave behind her when the thunderstorms are going. But also I think that what you're saying is right, where if you think something enough, you could totally think that there's a woman dancing on top of a rock during a lightning storm with her cloak flowing behind her because it's a lightning storm. And if he's under an overhanging rock, how the heck is he looking up at the top of the mountain? <laughs> yeah, that's If fair. he's climbing uphill, if he's climbing up the mountain, has to stop halfway because that's what the story said. He had to stop halfway because he got scared because the thunderstorm was rolling in and quickly took shelter under an overhanging rock. How are you looking at the top of that same mountain? That's a good point. But I'd like a geographical analysis, please. Well, we'll have to do some groundwork. Boots on the ground. We'll get Fallon on it. Yep. Yeah, we'll yeah, get Fallon on do it. a geographical if it's an excuse to go to Saratoga Springs and do geology and geology. And we'll, we'll go with you guys. We'll get Sounds to it. We'll make good. it a little thing. I'll be we should all go to Saratoga Springs. Guys. And, <laughs> dude. We'll all go to Saratoga Springs. Let's say, let's say 
next week let's all get together we'll find the place where she built her little hut let's build a hut ourselves let's oh there's a, a woman that did that wait what do you mean her name was alessandra she built a hut where angeline tubbs would have built her hut and she said it. that she felt one with nature and that she felt like um she was with her really a wiccan yeah. was this recent was this very recent it was recent. She did it for some like journalism company. Interesting. That's very cool. And uh, by the way, there's another ghost tour that Saratoga does with this woman named um, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Mar- oh, here it is. Margaret French. No. Not very weather. No. That's a Disney fairy. Um, <laughs> Margaret Fairyweather. Margaret, mean, Margaret French. Margaret French. Wee wee. I know, right? Oh, French. no. Sorry, Don't trust the French. Her, but. but her name is Margaret French, and she retells the entire Angeline Tubb story as a woman who just wanted to be one with nature. Gotcha. And no one would let her be. No one would no let, let her be her, with nature. Let, she tells no, it quite be a beautifully. Girl boss. <laughs> yeah. She, she tells it quite beautifully. She's very pro Angeline Tubbs in that yeah. story. People were getting in the way of her side hustle of reading palms. They were giving uh, predictions. Tar- tarot cards. Yeah. But, Sarah, I want to drill down more because I am saying further than what you're saying. You're saying, oh, yeah, you might see, people might see something and it's maybe someone else, like ghost of someone else, whatever. I'm saying, no, I think if enough people believe in the story, it can take root in reality a bit. Like, if I convinced a billion people that there was some, if that Mr. Krabs was a real life entity that wore a hat and tap danced on this spot and this whatever, and like enough people thought that and was were convinced of that and knew that legend, people would see like ghosts of that or apparitions of that, even though it's not true at all. Do you think that's so? Crazy? You think that ghosts aren't actually from real people? You think that they're human imagination? I- I think it can be both. I think there are ghosts that are real people. And I think there are also things that other people see that are not real people, but are from the, I think our minds and like our imaginations and our, and like the thought, our thoughts are, have much more impact than we think. Oh, I absolutely agree. So there's like, I think that's like a spectrum of like, you know, like some people would be like, that's too far. Like a lot of people like that's too far, but. No, I to- no, I totally agree. I think that all those guys that go to the haunted hotels and they're like, we're going to see a ghost tonight. We're going to see a ghost yeah. tonight. And they go around with their cameras and their lights and their fancy radio things. And they're like, oh my gosh, he's singing Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that? Or it's, like, or it's like, oh my God, the door just opened. And someone like walks in. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just neck every hey, time. It's room service. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they make five hours. No, but I, I, I totally, I no, I, I totally agree with that. People, you, I'm such, I'm for the listeners who don't know who I am, I am such a person of. If you believe it, it's true. So, I totally think that you can make up whatever your mind wants you to make up because you believe something strong enough. I think it's also that's cool. When you also think about the implication, if that's true in the slightest, 
That's also very it scary. Does take right? practice though. You can't just do it really. I can't just be like, I the, believe I have a million dollars. Well, no, but the you're the, saying you don't the, do like daily whole, affirmations, daily manifestations on YouTube, Aaron. You don't recite them to the mirror. No, this Not whole legend so of these, of these <laughs> thought forms and everything—they're they're done by like Tibetan monks who spend who spend days and days, hours meditating you can't you know it if if it is true and your mind can do these things it it takes a lot of time and effort you can't just do it for 20 minutes a day yeah or what if you just have instead of one person thinking so deeply all the time you just have a lot of people say saratoga springs thinking a lot you know i mean maybe that like is the same where it's like i don't know frank i feel like a cop out (laughs) <laughs> no because i, like I say this because always a cop out well it's a cop out because yeah, it means that you can think things into existence or not necessarily into existence like you can like think like i'm so hungry i'm so hungry and then like a muffin appears and you can like eat it but like i think i like muffins actually i would love to do that i'm so hungry right now but um muffins i don't know when you think of my first story yeah muffins then my first story, Annette Williamson didn't exist, but dozens of people see a ghost that matches the description. So it's like, it's a cop-out, yes. I agree. But I think that's kind of like the point. Like, it doesn't make, like, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fit our normal understandings of how things work. But I totally understand that's kind of like, a, that's definitely a fringe belief so i'm gonna guess aaron like what do you what do you think about that aaron what, what's your take then i know you said on like, like on this story in particular yeah i mean do you how not do you... a witch but there could be a witch and there's also like spirits that are doing stuff like i i believe the supernatural evidence of like oh there are these figures that did this or there is a person cackling to the lightning on top of the mountain sure believe it but uh I don't think that it was this Angelina Tubbs. Angeline Tubbs. But it just matches the the story of what Angeline Tubbs did. Uh, listen. <laughs> no, you're that's totally fair. I mean only so one aspect matches cuz like with the thing with the guy and the girl by the lake that doesn't match the description. Yeah, it does. It could be. It How? could be her and her. Not. Oh wait, no. Well, the man that yeah, left it, her. Yeah, which isn't really true. It seems. Which would go into my theory that it's just the story that people like. Uh huh. But yeah, I see. Yeah, I mean. But there's also plenty of other redcoats that died. That's true. There probably, probably a lot of people Good. who died. <laughs> yeah. So died in, uh, I feel like America. I feel like it's more likely that uh it was a different set of people that died so that's fair so you still think though that it could be real paranormal stuff the sightings yeah uh, i'm not dismissing that i'm dismissing this particular person being a witch that's fair what about you nick um i think we kind of hit the i don't think i have anything to add really could be Uh, Yeah, definitely all the, with the historical facts, she definitely probably wasn't a witch, but she did exist. 
um the sightings that yeah it could there could have just been a lot happening in a lot happened in saratoga right so a lot of energy you never know lots busy. of energy lots it's of people a haunted place haunted so. place a, a lot of a lot of traveling a lot of tourism which always and brings my, a lot I of guess energy with my them. final thought on for the like the guy with his uh sightings even in your uh annette williamson story there are multiple sightings this is two sightings and it's the same guy was it the same guy or yeah. was it it was oh it was the same, same guy same so only one person and that's kind of suspicious and like like almost two decades apart i think it was two decades 1932 and 1955 23 years apart did you just memorize that how did you know yeah. wow so it's like that nice me it could have also been just nothing yeah, this could just like, be this a guy be a knowing hex, the legend. This legends. might be a Hex and Meister's hug situation. Oh, come on. That, didn't you hear the, the Adam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard the Adam. Come on. That, that's, that definitely but happened. That's my final Nick, thought. Our loyal fan out there gave us such good feedback on that episode. It must be true. Yes. This true. episode stinks, they said. Um, my bad. So, but yeah, that that's very interesting. I think, well... Sarah, what about you? Any any final thoughts on your part? I don't have any final thoughts, but I really appreciated you guys letting me come on and be in your podcast. Of course. Thanks for coming. I'm glad we were able to, to schedule okay. it with all the stuff going on. And it is very late. It is uh soon nine to be eleven. Nine yeah, it's definitely I mean it's nine p of course yeah, it's nine. It's Wednesday, nine PM right now. Definitely. And this is definitely gonna be edited and posted tonight, Wednesday. 9 p.m. Wink, wink. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. This was a lot of fun. And I think you should come back more, whether you listen in or tell more stories. Uh, thank you for everyone listening. Remember to like and leave a review if you want to hear more. And put some reviews or feedback on the website if you uh, if you like Sarah's story, that you like Sarah being on the show and want to see her back. And the same for any of our, our guest hosts, Troy and Ryan in the past. Um, yeah but like well. for the ladies let's go <laughs> yeah we want some female actually our audience is pretty split 50-50 which is very interesting you wouldn't think it but it is almost exactly 50-50 that's all for tonight check out the show notes and all references used via the link in the description we hope you enjoyed the show we'll see you next Wednesday at 9pm
68, 69, 65, 84, 72, 32, 66, 69, 68, 